Hey there, welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast, where faith and works are empowered. With every episode, we're embracing our multi-layered lives with faith, know-how, and grit. I'm your host, Dr. Jasmine, and I'm ready to go global with you. Let's get started. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast, where faith and works are empowered. We are around here stepping into our faith, stepping into our power to fulfill our true destiny and purpose in life. And I'm so excited that this podcast season is just running by, actually. And it's been great. I've talked to some great ladies, some great global girls. And here today is no different. How about that? I have with me Miss Nigeria Johnson. She is an, an Air Force veteran, a wife, a mother. And she is the owner and CEO of Know Our Story Clothing, also known as Story. Nigeria has over 10 years of experience in the fashion industry and was thrilled to begin her career clothing line, I should say, in 2019. Nigeria uses Story as a vehicle to help artists gain exposure by commissioning them to have their artwork on Story's apparel. Nigeria, would you please, please, please introduce yourself to the Girl Go Global community? And might I say, thank you so much for your service. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, like she said, my name is Nigeria Johnson and I'm the owner of Stories Clothing Line. Um, I am happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been a long time coming. I should say, because I have heard so much about you through our mutual friend, Miss Tiffany Renee, who is a regular on the Girl Go Global podcast. And so how fitting is it that I get a chance to meet you through this vehicle? And hopefully we'll be able to connect further in the future. But first, I have to I have to know why know, know our story. Like, what's the history behind that? You know, what is the story behind story? <laughs> Well, I mean, there is a story, a, a story behind story. The story was my son came home from school one day and he was so excited about Black history. And when we started talking about it, I realized that what they were teaching in school wasn't going to be what he needed to receive. Right. Mm. So then me and my husband started brainstorming and we was thinking about ways that we could actually get him to understand that our story matters because the stories we they were giving him in school weren't aligning with the ones that he should know, I think, from Black history, for, for our history as Black people. Um, and from that, you know, we started uh, brainstorming about clothing, where we could put these, these stories that we want to tell. And I love, love, love art, right? So um, between the conversation with me and my husband was having, we decided that we was going to put clothing, put art onto clothing. Mm-hmm. And we was going to the story of whomever was wearing it and it kind of became a thing of just art on on clothing Mm, I love it it's so different and that's why one of the reasons why I love it I do have to run by your website see if I can um, purchase something but I have been sneaking a peek (laughs) on your social and I love the work that you do I think it's so super creative and I also think the collab to get authors exposure Yes, the apparel industry is a super dope concept that I'm not sure it has even been done before. Do you know? I mean, like, I don't well, know. They, yeah, they are. They are. They are doing collaborations. So, you know, um, you've heard of Peloton, right? Mm-hmm. Does collaborations with um, local, not local artists, but I guess it's like certain art- artists. They do a pool of artists around Black History Month and mm-hmm. they'll do 
for their workout gear. They'll do black artists. Um, as what I've what I've noticed is they only do it for Black History Month, like these mm. big brands. Um, but this has started within 2020 on out. Nike has been doing it actually for a while. Um, they'll team up with different art- artists to create different um, brands on issues. Got you. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, you know, obviously, you know, we got sneakers and things of that nature, but to actually place art yep. on the clothing, I don't know much about fashion. I just know what I like to buy and wear. Right. But, right. you know, just thinking about it, like I'm just wondering when I go in the store is someone's, you know, I, I've seen, you know, I, I, I watch Project Runway and that's all like that's only context I have. Right. <laughs> so so for real, like I've seen how the artists, they will create the uh, material right Mm -hmm. they'll create the material I've seen how that's done based upon that show but to have an artist kind of design something and then collab with the uh I guess the apparel company to put the art on the material that's something I'm not familiar with but I do think your concept is super dope I do think the homage you pay to black culture and black history is also of added value so yeah Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Tell me about you and fashion. You say that you've been in the fashion industry for over 10 years. Where did you start? Did it always um, start with like this apparel line um, of like, I think you do a lot of t-shirts and I've seen on your w- website sweatshirts and things of that nature, but where did you get your start? How did you, you know, step into it? And then you decided to say, Hey, I want to step out into this current industry. Yep. So I um I started around 2008 um, when I went over into Iraq and it wasn't I had been interested in fashion prior to but I went to school and I studied cybersecurity. So I didn't quite go down I wanted to. Right. Um, cybersecurity is lucrative and it, it pays the bills. So that's where I'm at still. But when I when I got out the military in 2006, I decided to in 2008 uproot myself and go down range. And when I got down there, I realized all of the soldiers and everything that was down range where, you know, they weren't allowed to put on regular clothes. They're always in uniform. There's all 24 seven. They're working. Um, by the time I got to, you know, Iraq in 2008, it had kind of slowed down. So they had some downtime on the weekend. And what I did is I went to a couple commanders and talked to them about creating, you know, camaraderie and building, um, building pride in, in being there. Right. So I created, a fashion show. Actually, mm. I did three shows downrange. Wow. And what we did is we um, we ordered from online and we had people, different brands sponsor us and they ship clothes in and we created fashion shows for the soldiers and those downline. Nice. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So the fashion industry is just something that you picked up. Was it a hobby? Did you go to school for it? Or is it just, I know you said you went cybersecurity. Did you get any training or you're just kind of learning off the cuff? Yeah, no training. Um, I would have liked to have gone to school, but I feel like life took took its own reins and led me down a different path. So since I couldn't go that direction, I figured, you know, and I'm a person that likes to give back, right? So um, because my heart was in the place of giving back, I felt like doing the fashion shows for them. And then I've dabbled in other different fashion shows since then or putting together shows that shows fashion and, and other artists' fashion in the show. Mm. But at any formal training nice well look youtube university (laughs) and (laughs) google.com like it works and you're doing well from what i can see and it's super creative and i love to see it so 
what artists collabs have you done do we know any of the artists are they hot names or are you using up-and-coming artists to do collaborations with so i've done local artists um i've done one major local artist um mr demont pender mm. he had he's been around he used to tour with rashad patterson and um raheem devon okay um, he used to tour with them and do the artwork behind them. So yeah, a lot of people would actually know who he is. Mm-hmm. I, I would prefer to do startup artists now, um, almost like kid-like, mm. so that they can start. Because what it ha- what happens when you see an artwork on someone's hoodie and that you wouldn't have seen because you won't be in those certain areas because mm. it's walking art. Yeah. So I definitely want to do more with local artists small artists but the big artists the first one I did was with the Mount Pender that's that's cool so like how does the process work do you you reach out to them um do you have something in mind for concept when you reach out to them obviously I'm sure that you have um searched them out you like their work you think there could be a potential for a collaboration but like once you uh, make that introduction and then how does it go from the canvas to your material Yes. So um, the process begins with a concept, right? So um, typically we do what I've what I've moved story into is drops instead of doing a, a consistent brand drop like every every day. Mm-hmm. We're going to do monthly drops. So it could be holiday drops or like history or Juneteenth or something that, that's aligns with the culture. Gotcha. So the, the next one we're going to be doing is Juneteenth drops. So I'm going to use that for example. If we were to commission this artist that I just recently met at a uh, pop-up shop, I would reach out to her team and let them know that for Juneteenth, we're thinking about doing Afro-surrealism. The mm. artist is to do whatever type of art in their, you know, in their, in their, I guess, um, in their measures, how they, how they, how they paint it. Got you. And um, then produce me three different um, commission pieces. And so I get to choose from whatever that commission piece, whether I buy all three or buy one. And then we either, I can either buy it straight out or we can do a 50-50 split or we can do, you know, some kind of negotiation to see about putting it on the, on the artwork. Wow. Um, depends on what the artist, but some artists already have commission rates set up for mm-hmm. their work and buy it right out. Or then some may want to just be a part of the collab so that they can actually promote it on their platform as well. For sure. So do but, they paint and then it goes to some type of screen print. I, I'm just trying to make sense of it for myself, really. Absolutely. So then we have the artists paint the artwork. They send me the artwork. And then I reach out to vendors who I use for screen printing to put it on the artwork. Yep. Gotcha. And I see, I didn't even know that, but I do have friends in the t-shirt industry. So I do know a little bit about that term. Don't know how it's done from start to finish, but I, I do know the term. How about that? Listen, you got the term right. Yes, you did. <laughs> Man, that's so good. So that's great. Um, so I'm interested in uh, your, I guess, community work. You are talking, you said um, in your bio that you're going to start up a youth program and you're interested in collaborations with HBCUs. What do you see that looking like in the future for you? Um, so the youth program is um, something that I envision being a phenomenal um, platform for youth. So I'm, th- I'm looking at probably the age from seven to 25, mm-hmm. um, the artists in the local area that, that are interested in being an artist, 
but learning about how to come about it, how to um, capitalize off the art, how to monetize it, how to commission the pieces. Um, what I want to create is a, um, I call it an ECS, educational creative space. Mm -hmm. And so you know, they have these, um, like these pop-up shops where you can come in and, and set up and do all of this formal work. So like mm -hmm. if I had, a, I didn't have office space, I can come in and do office work in these spaces. What I realized recently is there's not a pop-up shop for artists. There's nowhere for an artist to go and collab with another artist. Mm. So this is what I want that to be, like an um, educational creative space. And in that space, you have, we have senior artists like Demont Pender that will come in and manage the artists and, tell them, and show them how they came, how they start at the beginning and how they get to a place where they can monetize and commission their pieces. That's dope. I love it. Thank you. And uh, and, mm -hmm. and from that, I also, the, the historical Black college piece was that I want to use interns. I want to use mm -hmm. interns, the program that's in art programs, so like Howard or, you know, um, Morgan, if mm -hmm. they're didn't come in and help, helping out with the artists, I would like to learn, use interns to get credits to do that. That's dope. I think that's a great vision. Um, is that something you're looking forward to? The, um, the near future or is that over time in your long term? Very future? near future. I've been applying for grants after grants after grants mm -hmm. and praying that, you know, God shows favor on my vision and that we can move forward and see this thing flourish. Cause I definitely want to, I want to be, I want to be a, um, a help to the community gotcha. and I want this vision come true. I think one of the greatest gifts that God gives us is when he gives us a grand idea like yours mm. that we find a way to serve others through it. Yes. Obviously we need to support ourselves financially because it takes money to, um, <laughs> to run community programs. Mm -hmm. But in the grand scheme of things, I think it's all about service. And so it sounds like the layer or thread that you have behind the mission of story is to not only um, support your story, your story as a business professional, but also the story of, of others as you reach out to other artists and also somewhat support the community and at the collegiate level. Make sense? Absolutely. Come on, Dr. Jasmine. Yes, that's it right there. That's good. I love it. I love <laughs> I love to see it for sure. Is of others. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my it's so it's just so such so heartwarming because um you're stepping into the industry but doing things that you don't normally hear people do and so I love how a god idea can become so creative because the creator created us to create and we don't have to uh, <laughs> replicate other people's ideas we do not we do not I, I love know. it mm. wow so where do you get your faith from? Where do you get your faith to be so creative, to step out into this industry, um, basically boots off the ground, um, having an eye for fashion or a, a liking to fashion, not necessarily having that formal training, but you decided, hey, I can do this too. Where do you get the faith to do that? Hmm. I, I honestly don't. I would say my faith comes from my walk with God. That's it. And that is all. That's that's the story. Like, um, I had a I had a rough upbringing or uh, mm. back story, right? And to to see where I came from to where I am, um, it was God, <laughs> girl. It was God. Um, mm. So knowing that He could bring me through the through the things that I've done, anything that I envision, anything that I try, anything that I put my effort and 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 mind to. 
I succeeded. So mm. when, when I was given the ECS vision, I said, okay, this is what is it, what it is. When I was given the vision to collab with an artist, I didn't go for the, 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 the small artists. I reached out to the monopender first and I said, God, if this is your vision, you know, make it plain. Mm. So I got to him and he agreed without even, without the commission. He just wanted to work with the community and give back as well. So I think my answer to that would be my faith in God has given me all, all the will to do the things that I have said that I wanted to do. Nice. I don't shy away from them at all. That's good. Yeah. And it's also good that you got the confidence enough to know that, hey, if God gave you this God idea, Mm-hmm. And it's okay for me to reach to the stars. Why not? You know, not? I've done this with this podcast so many times, reaching out to people that don't necessarily know, even like yourself, and mm-hmm. also people who would I could would be considered someone of um, more influence or more influential or more of a thought leader than myself, right. and them agreeing and being grateful for the invitation. So, right. like, I think sometimes we stop ourselves. Because we get in our head to think, oh, who would want to collaborate with me? Or who would want to talk with me for an hour on a podcast? Or who would want to, you know, who am I? Because sometimes we think lower of ourselves than others do. How about that? Yep. Hardest critics on ourselves. For sure. I love it. (laughs) But I love to see that it's okay to do it scared. It's okay to do it afraid. But it's also okay to do it with confidence and knowing God said it. So I'm going to do it and just see what happens. Worst they can say is no. The (laughs) worst. right they don't know me no way so I mean whatever (laughs) that's what I tell my son all the time the worst they can say is no and you already have go for it go for it I love it so if other women would like to step into your industry they say hey Nigeria I got a creative idea for a t-shirt line a clothing line I don't know what to do I don't know how to get started I'm a novice just like you what would you say? Which tips, tools, and strategies could you give them? I would say do your research. Um, do your research. Like you said, YouTube University is definitely the starter place. I started mine with YouTube University. <laughs> no exaggeration. I went on there and I started looking up things and I started trying to see what it would take to put an idea on a shirt, right? And mm. then before it was just fashion shows. So I was just putting fashion together for the shows. And then when I started lining up to actually try to create a line for story I said okay like you said how do I get the the actual design onto the shirts so I watched a whole lot of videos and then I reached out to people that I knew were doing it um there was a brother by by the name of Terrence Jackson who I reached out to he'd already had the clothing line and um he was so gracious as to just give me all his contacts. I mean, literally just handed everything over. This is where you shop. This is what you do, blah, blah, blah. And I said, this, this is amazing. Why would you do this for me? And, and he, was a, he was a reference of another friend of mine. And he said, because God gave me the vision to get mine started. And in that vision, what he said is, help someone else on the way. You are to someone else. So nice. if someone needed to start and they could reach out to me, I would absolutely help them the same way that I was helped. But I would definitely say start with research, start with um, doing your due diligence, because if you do your due diligence on trying to achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve, and you reach out to someone that's already doing it, they'll know that you've done your due diligence and they'll want to help. Absolutely. Nice. 
So you started in 2019. It's 2023. What yeah. do you wish you'd known when you started on this journey? <laughs> I wish I'd have known there was going to be so many failures. <laughs> oh. Oh, I knew, you know, I'm I'm not a I'm not a stranger to failures. I had them in my life, but in the clothing line, when it comes to like designs and having it having the confidence to start it. Yes, I had the confidence to start it, but having the confidence to, to display some of these designs that I've come up with. Oh, <laughs> um, some of them have been failures and, and, and I've spent a lot of money. Um, so I would say, try to try out your designs first, right. Mm-hmm. Um, or you go out and buy like a whole lot of them or send out for prints for a whole lot of them try out one two or three you know designs and have a couple friends wear them almost do like a um a trial run of them because it saves you a lot of money Mm. Um, as far as the failures on on the grants I wish I'd have known grant writing (laughs) Mm. Um, I'm not real familiar with grant writing but I learned so much about you know things that that can make this business better so um, yeah I think that would be it the failures would be how many they would be and how many I'd have to overcome. Right. So I guess we can call you, you what you call your failure, failure, someone else's lessons learned. Lessons learned. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And with that, about, oh, go ahead. I said, and with that, I think um, had I did, I mean, I did research on how to get started. I should have kept researching on the things that I was about to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think if I had done research on um, how many to put out or, you know, the process of, getting them in bulk or whatever I should have did more research I think in the beginning as well so that could have lessened some of those failures and it could have been lessons learned so that's something that I would tell the people that were trying to get into the industry yeah research all the way through you know the process not just the startup yeah I I get that I mean it's so important that we do our research and like you said I do think that one of the benefits one of the good things that you you did was reach out to someone in the industry who has, is doing it well, right? Yeah. It's yeah. always good to find out what you don't know <laughs> because you don't know what you don't know. Okay. So yeah, I thought, you know, I celebrate you for even, you know, reaching out to someone who's in the industry and then, you know, likewise, they reciprocated um, and gave you um, a good start for what you needed to do to jump right in there. So that's so yeah. super dope. Kudos for that, for sure. Absolutely. So when we talk about um, getting into the clothing line industry, but also you're married, also you have children, you know, how are you balancing, you know, business, nine to five, five to nine and husband? What's where's, where's, the balancing act, right? Where, where do you find that balance? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly speaking, I have no clue how I balance it all, but I do. And I am gracious for the, for the help and support of my, my tribe. That's what I would call it. Um, my husband helped with the balancing of the kids. And when he can't, we also have a tribe of females that's around us. Um, my Air Force sisters, when I was in the Air Force, we met, you know, you meet a lot of people. And what happened is a lot of us settled back here in this area in um, DC mm-hmm. and we've become one family. So if I'm stuck at work and I need to pick up the kids or I need to press out some shirts or I need to make some candles. I don't know if I mentioned that we make candles now too, mm-hmm. but I need to 
candles. Um, I'll just put out a note and be like, hey, I'm behind on orders. Anybody want to swing through and have a candle party? Anybody want to swing through and have a hoodie party? And they just show up. Nice. Same with with the family. So yeah, balancing the kids has been a lot with it, but my son and my daughter loves um, love what I do. And they talk about it all the time at school. They come home and be like, you know, mommy, I want a hoodie that says such and such, and we'll make them those hoodies. So they've gotten involved in it. So it seems a lot easier with the balances when they're helping. Nice. And that's good. It's good to have that village because, you know, everybody needs somebody and that village that's most important. Those people, those trusted family, friends, yes, just people who can just come through in the clutch for sure. Absolutely. I don't believe I would have survived without all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my, I know all about that for sure. Yeah. So how do you get, what do you get the courage every day to show up every day in your authentic self, show up and tell your story, right? Where do you get that courage? Hmm. My God. (laughs) My God. Um, that is it. I mean, they are, they are, my story is deep and wide when, Mm -hmm. when you get where I, where I've been and where I am and to be on this journey and be as successful in all the things that I've ever tried that he's given me vision on. Um, that gives me courage. That gives me courage to try new things, to try more things, to keep going, um, to push when there doesn't feel like I should push. Um, there are mornings, there are days when I wake up and I I can barely move. I don't know if I told you that I have I have lupus, mm. so I still find courage to do it even on those days. Wow. And that is- wow, that's great. God gives us the inner strength. He does. I can only imagine. I don't know very many people who deal with lupus, but I do know the effects it can have on the body. So kudos for being courageous. Kudos for finding the strength to get up every day and show up for sure. Thank you. Yeah. So when I say, what does it mean for girls to go global? What would you say? (laughs) I would say it means to keep shattering those glass ceilings. Mm. Those ceilings that someone has told you you can't do. Mm. Those ceilings that God has told you to walk through. Though Every ceiling that you have ever seen that you thought was impossible to keep shattering them, to go as wide <laughs> and, as, and as far as you can with whatever idea, whatever... Um, vision, whatever plan you have for your life or God has for your life. I think that's what Girl Girl Go Global means. Yeah. And I will venture to say, while you are telling the stories of others Mm -hmm. through their art, through their creativity, and while you are out there promoting the story behind story, right? Mm -hmm. One day, we like to hear your story. Yeah. So why are you going, I love that. Why are you going deep and wide in life? You know, you might one day get the courage to go global yourself and to tell your story by whatever means you deem appropriate. I love to hear it. Okay. I accept that. (laughs) Oh man. So this has been so good. What can we expect for you next? It's 2023. We're at the first quarter. Um, What's next? 
So the first quarter we have taken, I wouldn't call a hiatus, but we're rebranding. Mm. Back out around Juneteenth, we have some ideas. We have two artists that we are collabing with. And you can look for a at least one candle drop and one hoodie drop around that time. Okay. Yep. Why candles? You know, how does that fit into your concept? So candles became a part of the concept because one... What I realize is candles makes me happy, right? And the more people I talk to, candles make them happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be able to design artwork and put it on the outside of candles, mm-hmm. like hoodies, has been amazing. We've been, mm-hmm. we, we um, trialed it, we, we ran a trial for it for during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And everyone loved them. We loved the designs on them. They loved the, the way the candles smelled and they burned. Um, so yeah, we're adding candles to the line. Nice. For sure. I love it. I love candles. So yeah, it make me happy too. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like you can talk to as many people as you can and there will, there will probably never be a person that will say they don't like candles. Yeah. I don't know very many people. I love them to set, them, mm-hmm. set a mood. Hello. With my me and my husband, I love it to you know just give the aroma for you know the house, mm-hmm. um, as well as I like to light a candle for like I use it for like aromatherapy. Like I have certain candles that have certain scents that just that smell helps me relax, get in a state where you know put a candle on. If I pray, you know it just that aroma just kind of fills the room, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love it. I mean. It makes sense. And if you can find other ways to tell the story of others on different in different means, why not for sure? Right. Absolutely. Wow. This has been such a great conversation. I am talking to Miss Nigeria Johnson of Know Our Story or Know Your Story. She is the owner of an apparel line. Reach out to her. How can they get in contact with you if they would like? If someone's looking to collab. If someone is looking to kind of be mentored by you because you did throw that out, sis, uh, or if they just want to make a purchase, how can people connect with you? Um, yes, you can connect on IG or Facebook at Know Our Story Clothing. Um, again, that's Know Our Story Clothing. Mm-hmm. And then on um, Twitter, it's just Story LLC. Mm. I feel like Know Our Story is a big brand. Mm-hmm. It is I a do. thing. It is. I do. I feel like it's big. So I'm glad I got a chance to have uh early an early uh interview with you before you go up too big and then you don't respond to my email, by the way. So <laughs> but anyway, no. I'm super excited for you. I'm super excited about your future. I feel like it's big. I feel like it's bright. I feel like you have a great concept that's going to go out into the world and do great, great things to influence, to encourage, and to inspire and help the community. Yes, absolutely. That is the goal. Supporting mm. everyone's story. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So I can't wait to possibly connect with you. I am here in the DMV. You know, there might be opportunities for us to connect in person. I love to do it. I'm doing some live um, podcasts. Maybe you want to join me. I don't know. I'm going to reach out to you, girl. But first, 
<laughs> this has been the Girl Go Global podcast where faith and works are empowered. I'm so excited to have been talking to Miss Nigeria Johnson of Know Our Story Apparel Line. Go connect with her. Look her up on IG, Twitter, or Google her. She's there. Get some get some um, candles, get some T-shirts, some sweatshirts. Just support, support, support. And if you're looking, if you're a budding artist, reach out to her. You never know. She just might answer that email. And so thank you. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Girl Go Global podcast where faith and works are empowered. All right. <laughs>